0: Hello! Oh boy!
1: Hi everyone! Hi everybody! Hey, listen. Uh, you're listening to that Spirit podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. And guess what, you motherfuckers? We've been doing this show for two years. Yeah! Hell yeah! We're best friends, and we're best friends. We love ghosts. We love ghosts. And you know what else we love? Vacation. Yeah. Going on vacation. You know what else we love? Mel. Spending like, oh. like, like fifty hours doing something I don't love really that. stupid but I oh, do. Oh,
0: well, but I guess it I depends. Do. Like Chris Angel thing like Chris Angel like, committing really hard to a thing. That was like a real thing. long con. Like
1: Yeah, more yeah. than
0: 50 hours. As probably.
1: as you are our dedicated listeners of five people have definitely noticed uh I have been pitching Robin just like rapid wildfire yep. movie ideas, movie ideas, movie ideas one after the other. But one, and
0: one stands out among the rest. It's
1: really uh stuck in our craw. I dream about it. I, I lay awake at night incapable of sleeping because I'm thinking about it. Um, it's permeated. It, it It's gotten in the pores of every fiber of my being, and that is the milkening.
0: Well, guys, we've got a real real special treat yeah. for you today. Like
1: I've been uh, basically threatening to do to you for the past month.
0: We're – Stephanie has written the milkening. Well, I've, I I've,
1: written, I've written half of the milkening. Or rather, one third probably of, of the Milkening. And this is a workshop. Uh, I'd love, obviously, to hear your thoughts, but what you'll hear is uh, one third of the Milkening. Yeah. And then we're going to have a little bit of a talk back, a little bit of a feedback sesh with our professional actors that are in the room with us yeah. today. And you're going to beat them right now. We're going to go around the room counterclockwise, starting with Zach.
2: Hello, I'm Zach. Um, my name is Zach Willis. Uh, my name is Zach Willis. I'm uh, <laughs> uh, very happy to be here reading The Milkening. Um, I'm going to be reading another number of parts. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, Zach, do you
1: believe in ghosts? Uh, oh,
3: boy. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: All right, great. Thank you,
3: Zach. My name is Sasha Heinzman. I am delighted to be back on this podcast again for my second time, yeah, girl. Um, and I am honored. This to is your third time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is it third time? You have oh your own yeah. Episode and then. You take- oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh no, yeah. I told you my ghost story. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was a part of a, a, dr- a wonderful, another wonderful piece. Yes. Of yours. Yeah. Thank you. Um, of Arthur Miller's, of Arthur Miller's, but your you, you adapted are, for modern day. Your yeah. stunning take on it, and I am honored to be a part of you. this your true passion project. Thank you so milk-ing. much. The milkening Thank you. Thank you. Again.
4: Uh, I'm Ryan D'Angelo. Uh, you might know me as the resident artist of the podcast.
0: Yep. We've yeah, you've definitely seen Pocoy on our Instagram for sure. before, and, and the, the Pocoy <coughs> Norseman. Oh, mashup. the Norseman, yes, and the famous rectangle. Oh, and the, the rectangle, rectangle goes. which you can design. buy you can at our buy store. slash stores slash that's the sphere podcast.
4: There
5: you go. Thank you, Ryan, for
4: joining Happy us. today.
0: And then, last but never least.
5: Oh, thank you, uh, Andrew Futrell. Currently mm-hmm. unrepresented. <laughs> Uh I uh, it's my I believe my third maybe fourth time on yes. the podcast. Yeah. Um uh you know not a trained actor in that I have not taken any acting classes but uh, a
0: natural performer. A natural yeah. performer. Form, I've form got a really
5: good attitude.
0: You've got a good head on your shoulders. I have a
5: wonderful, friendly relationship with my parents, great, and I'm ready to bring that to the to the table.
1: Great, and Some I think part. you'll really need to tap into that relation for a lot of the parts you're reading tonight. Oh boy! Uh, just to give you guys to set the scene for all of you, we're sitting on the floor at a fucking Ooh, cabin with a fire blazing cash. in the background. We're so giving you a little bit bo- of wait, a little ASMR oh, for you. Funny. Oh yeah. You know what that is? It's blue fucking Hawaiian, baby. That's a blue Hawaii. Typically not
5: a a cabin fireplace drink.
1: No, this is really we're taking it real. i island time. I'll take yeah, you so, yeah.
4: Listener, make yourself. Oh, a blue also, Hawaiian oh my um, god. Oh, yeah. That's right. just like yeah. A little.
3: Honestly, Honestly, you may have noticed a that I've lost my beverage voice. that you'll enjoy. Um, but just
0: Robin uh, lost her voice. I was I, I was
1: coaching her on on her this part. This has happened and she got, in like
0: four of the last eight episodes, so it's fine.
1: It's the time of the year for allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, listener? I just want you to. I'm going to give our actors a minute to just uh, really tap into character. Drop in, in <laughs> drop in, if you will. Oh, I'm dropping. Great. Could, oh, uh, if you could, could, if you you could do in. like an internal <laughs> dropping in Little without Little without Little any Little more Little clam. talking, clap, clap. Clam. Oh yes, clam. Uh, clam. Dipsy, clam. Doodle. Clam. dipsy doodle, clam. dipsy doodle, my We're gonna clam. we're gonna let that go, and now we're gonna take it real deep inside, and and we're just gonna find our actor's secret. You're gonna identify that, and I'm going to tell you, listener, what I want you to know. I want you to settle down. I want you to sit in your favorite fucking chair. I want you to get a glass of water to have beside, a hopefully, a white Russian. Okay. I want you to drink a succulent white Russian. Ew.
0: Remember when I studied abroad <laughs> and I like would get those at bars? I'm yeah, so one time disgusting. Robin had like seven white Russians. But listen, so all right, all
1: right. Much. Let's just. So I, I just want to. I just want maybe kick off your shoes. Mm. Maybe kick off your socks. Yes. Yeah, mm. You know Put when you get slippies. home from work and you
0: sit in a chair that you like, mm. and you just take your shoes off to I'm painting relax. Painting the picture. <laughs>
1: I want you to cover yourself in a, in a blankie, okay. Okay. and I want you to close your eyeballs right now. I'm there. Take a deep breath, and yeah, I want you to let this wash over you, just like a milk bath. Ugh. Because this is The Milkening. By Stephanie Fagan. By Stephanie Ann Fagan. Exterior, Main Street, day. Summer. 1969, we turn onto the main street in an idyllic New England town and are greeted by a hand-painted wooden sign, Welcome to Milkton. The town is waking up to a beautiful summer day. Shops are turning their clothes signs to open as townsfolk begin to fill the street. The grocer and baker wave at each other. From across the square as the painter finishes a new coat on a white picket fence surrounding the gazebo. A woman and her small dog drop off letters at the post office as the pharmacist waters the marigolds outside his storefront. Officer Clams, young at heart, has a deep but joyful and benevolent secret. Smells like butter schnapps. (laughs) Tips his cap to two giggling little girls in the crosswalk as they pull the red wagon after them. Officer Clams walks by a telephone pole with a flyer tacked to it, which reads, The Kiwanis Club presents this year's annual Cream's Day! A celebration of dairy, June 20th, 1969. Join us this year in celebrating Milton's Bicentennial. We hear a bicycle bell, ding, ding, just before a red Schwinn stingray zooms into view. The driver is Dale Cowsman, 13 years old, befreckled, loves peanut butter and jelly <laughs> sandwiches,
4: and he's in a hurry. Whoa, fella, slow down. Sorry, Officer Clams, I'm late for pickup. Oh, well, in that case, hurry up, Dale. Don't want it to go mm-hmm. sour on us today, do we? <laughs> no, sir. That's a good boy. I'm a good boy. You truly are.
1: Officer Clams waves at Dale as Dale speeds off in the direction of exterior milkery moments later. Dale's bike kicks up a cloud of dust as he brings it to a hard stop in front of the Milkton Milkery, established 1777. The milkery is surrounded by rolling hills of green, sprinkled with bales of hay and small groups of cattle. A cowbell hangs from the milkery sign. Dale rings it with fervor until a portly, gentle fellow waddles out, towing a wagon.
2: Dale, my boy, it's nearly milk-thirty. Sorry, Mr. Wadlington. I had a flat this morning. (laughs) lordy (laughs) Lou. Don't worry, Mr. Wadlington. It's all patched up now.
1: (laughs) Good! Wadlington hooks the wagon onto the back of Dale's bicycle, gives it a pat.
2: (laughs) That's a good boy now. Mr. Wadlington? What is it, my boy?
1: Happy Cream's Day. Wadlington's eyes well up with tears.
5: (laughs) You're the cream boy I never had. Now go, my boy. Milk waits for no man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Love you. Dale
1: speeds off. The milks clank together in the wagon like beautiful wet wind chimes as Dale pedals <laughs> lane to lane. <laughs> Dale parks his bike, runs up to a butter yellow house, gently places a milk on the doorstep, and knocks. Milk's here, Mrs. Mellon. Happy Creams Day. Mrs. Mellon comes to the door as Dale is getting back atop his bicycle. She picks up the milk, waves to Dale. Happy Cream's Day to you, Dale. Cream bless you, young man. A little boy runs through Mrs. Mellon's legs, giggling and chasing Dale's bike down the lane. Sweet Watermelon!
3: You get back inside this instant! No! <laughs> Wee! Fine then. No milk for you. <laughs> Serves you right. Sweet Walter
1: Mellon's face falls. Dale brings his bike to a stop and turns to Sweet Walter.
2: Chin up, sweet Walter. I can't have any milk either, you know. Really? Sure. My mother says I'm lactose intolerant. What's lactose intolerant? Lactose intolerant. It means I can only appreciate milk from afar. But that's okay. Some things are too beautiful to touch.
1: Dale smiles at Sweet Walter Melon. Uh, Sweet Walter smiles back. I'm lactose intolerant, too. No, you're not. I am now. (laughs) Dale pats sweet Walter on the head and continues on his way. He goes door to door, doing the same.
2: Milk's here, Mr. Flowers. Milk's here, Mrs. Octopus. (laughs) (laughs) Milk's here, Mr. Friendship. Finally.
1: (laughs) Finally, Dale gets to the last house on the lane. This time, he opens the door and walks right in. Interior, Cowsman residence, moments later. Dale stands in the kitchen.
2: Mama, I'm home. I brought the milk. Mrs. Cowsman
1: swiftly descends the stairs, and embraces Dale. Dale, you've done it again.
4: Uh, yeah, I think. Is that our Dale come home at last? Mr. Cowsman walks into the kitchen. I finished up the milk route, Dad. But don't
2: worry. I saved the last milk for you guys, my parents. My,
4: my, would you look at that milk.
0: Another Cream's Day off to a perfect start.
4: All thanks to you, Dale.
0: I only wish you could enjoy this delicious milk with the town.
2: It's okay, Mama. God made me special for a reason. That he did, son.
0: Mrs.
1: Cowsman gets two glasses out of the cabinet, pours two pure, white glasses of perfect milk for herself and Mr. Cowsman. She lifts her glass in a toast.
0: To Dale, God's special milk boy.
1: To Dale! They clink glasses and take a long, luscious sip of cold milk. Mm. But before Mrs. Cowsman... <laughs> before Mrs. Cowsman can go in for another suckle... Come on. <laughs> She feels a sharp pain in her abdomen. Oh, my. What a strange sensation. I... Ow. She doubles over in excruciating pain. Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's what I named her. Before Mr. Cowsman can go to her, he, too, is struck with an insurmountable tongue pain. Oh,
4: God. What's happening?
1: Dale? Dale, call the... Mrs. Cowsman starts to foam at the mouth, her speech hard to understand, her breathing belabored.
0: Get Acker well on the line. He,
4: uh, well Mr.
1: Cowsman oh. vomits up his own spleen.
2: Oh.
4: My spleen!
2: Mama! Daddy! I'll run and I'll get help!
4: Run, Dale! Run as fast as you can! Mr. Cowsman
1: vomits up his own pancreas. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm fabulous!
1: Dale (laughs) rushes out of the house. Exterior, the lane, moments later. Dale runs out of his house, his breathing hard, his eyes wide. He takes a sharp turn towards the doctor's office, but trips over a body? Mr. Friendship? Dale stops and looks around. Mrs. Octopus, dead. Mr. Flowers, dead. As far as the eye can see, every neighbor on the lane is dead and lying in a pool of broken glass and milk and milk mustaches lie upon their dead faces.
2: No. 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 No!
1: Dale runs as fast as he can down the lane and out of sight. We see an especially wet, wet milk puddle. And as we get closer to it, the spilled milk starts to take the form of letters until it reads, The Milkening. Cut to exterior Main Street day, summer 2019. Mm-hmm. An old bus pulls up at the station on the corner. This is Not Mill Station, Not Mill, Next Stop Framedale. A woman exit the bus. Gwen... Okay, hang on. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm. Bush Fresh. <laughs> okay. But it is actually pronounced Gwyn... It's fine. You'll find out why. 33 journalists. Uh, tons of great freckles. Wishes she could get a dog, but it's just not the right time removes her sunglasses as she steps out onto the sidewalk. She takes in her surroundings, sighs deeply. She approaches a sign. It reads, Town of Nutmill. As she passes the sign, Gwen gives it a smack. It swivels on its post like a propeller. Home, sweet home. Exterior, pharmacy. Moments later, Gwen slams down a prescription on the drop-off window pharmacy counter. Pharmacist Rick,
3: ancient, reads it over. So do you have it or not? No.
4: Oh, yes. Yes, we have plenty of it. Though for a woman your age...
1: Pharmacist Rick peruses the medicine racks, finds a blue glass bottle, rests his hand on it for a moment before taking it off the shelf. i I must say
5: it's a very high dosage.
1: Pharmacist Rick slides the bottle over to Gwen. She goes to take it, but before she can leave, Rick places his hand atop hers.
5: Do you have any questions for
1: the pharmacist? I don't think so. He leans in.
5: Are you... Are you sure?
1: Rick slides a folded piece of paper into the pocket of Gwen's denim jacket. Gwen frees her hand and backs away. Jesus Christ. She leaves the pharmacy. Exterior, Main Street, a single moment later. Gwen lets the pharmacy door slam behind her, takes a note out of her pocket and reads, Welcome home, white, brindled one. I brindled one. Gwen looks over her shoulder through the storefront glass, but the pharmacist is nowhere to be seen. She takes the lid off the dropper bottle and drops two, I'm sorry, one drop of the liquid inside, inside of the bottle onto her tongue. She walks down the street. It's a healthy mix of change sandwich shops and local businesses on their last legs. Gwen stops at the travel agent, reads the poster in the window. Plan your tour of old township Hamletville today. Gwen turns. Her eyes land on something in the distance. We see a large archway just outside the center of town with what appears to be the head of some kind of animal atop it. Just as she's about to make her way towards it. Gwen? Gwen turns to see Juan Wario, a handsome moron, standing beside her. In his arms, five apples.
0: (laughs) Golly, I thought it was you. I walked all the way over here from the fruit stand. Word, I was going to drop all these apples. <laughs> but then, Word, I was moving slowly, you slowly, and you got before I got here.
3: One Wario.
0: Oh, they don't have bags, you know, the fruit stand. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it.
1: One Mario lets all the apples fall to the ground as he hugs Gwen.
0: One Mario, your apples. There was
3: only five apples. <laughs> and so what brings you home? Well, there, this hasn't been home for a long time. Yeah, but, like, you understand the question I'm asking, right? I'm working on something. A story? I don't know what it is yet. You're here about the disappearances, aren't you? I I can't really talk about Shh, it. Say no more.
0: Follow me. One Wario leads them
1: to exterior. Oops. Interior. Diner. Moments later, One Wario and Gwen sit at a booth at Peepaw's Diner. <laughs> One Wario is eating a hamburger with all his might while Gwen coaxes a coffee.
3: One Wario, did you... I have something to show me? What? You said, say no more, follow me, and brought me to Peepaw's. Did something happen here to do with my investigation? Uh, what? No. No, 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 sorry.
0: I just wanted you to stop talking, and I also needed a hamburger.
1: A waitress comes by the table with a cream pitcher, makes to pour a cream into Gwen's coffee. Oh,
3: no, 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 thank you. I don't take it with cream.
1: That's insane. The waitress leaves.
3: That was weird. Hey, since when did Pea start having a cream squire?
1: One Wario doesn't pay attention for probably the rest of the movie.
3: Come to think of it, I can't remember the last time Not Mill had. Gwen looks
1: around the diner. Every table has a pitcher of cream atop it. Each patron enjoying a glass of milk. A child pours milk freely into a bowl of cereal. A man dunks a sandwich into a cup of milk. A woman pours cream into her purse for later. Ooh. Milk.
3: One Wario. One Wario. It's me. Hi. Where uh, wh- where did all this milk come from? Oh
0: yeah, the milk. Uh, funny, it's kind of a recent thing. You probably don't want to hear about it. I I do. I I asked you about it. Please tell me. All right. Well, long story short, one morning, old Township Hamletville announced they have milk, and that's basically how it happened. But where are they getting it? Uh, my guess is cows.
3: That's just not possible. Not milk's no good for cows. Everybody knows that. Something about the, the grass. They all get sick.
0: I mean, well, how else do you suppose they're getting the milk,
3: then? How indeed.
0: You want to see something cool? Exterior, edge of town, later. One Wario
1: and Gwen approach the edge of town. From here, they can clearly see the large archway f- from before. It is the entrance to old township Hamletville. The animal head atop the archway is now clearly discern- discernible. It is that of a cow. Check this out. Five, four, three, two. Somewhere a clock rings, 8 p.m. Just as this moment, the cow's head, head's eyes light up a glowing red. Yes!
0: Ha ha. Impressive. I love it. This is the most fun thing about Old Township Hamletville. Ever since they added this cow head and started <laughs> making milk, it's been the best. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a replica
1: village. When did they install electricity? Juan Wario gives her a blank stare. They didn't. Gwen looks back into the red glowing eyes of the cowhead. They seem to look right back at her. Or into her.
3: I'm, I'm gonna go.
1: Gwen turns to lead, but suddenly out of nowhere a voice cries out.
3: Who goes there?
1: An old man approaches, or I'm uh, sorry, appears from out of the brush. He is weathered with a crazed look in his <clears> eye. <throat> he has a long mustache and two gold teeth, but no shoes. Something about him just screams virgin. <laughs> mm.
3: I, we didn't mean to intrude, sir. We'll, we'll be right on our way. Who
6: goes there?
3: I'm... My name is... Gwen, and this is one Wario. He was just showing me the new addition to the old township Hamletville, but we're going to be on our way now. You
6: shouldn't be out here this time of night. No. No. You shouldn't be out here.
3: We'll be going now. I don't
6: know what happens to people who stay out here after sundown, don't you? No. They don't ever go home again.
1: Gwen looks at the old man. Something familiar about him she can't quite place.
6: Have we met before?
1: The old man scuttles back into the shrubbery.
0: Come on, Gwen, we can go fuck at my parents' house. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> One Mario? I mean, my bad. You used to like that? Interior.
1: Uh, Gwen's house, later. Gwen opens the door and walks into her childhood home. Everything is just as she remembers it. Little wooden farm animals decorate the windowsills. Old calendars serve as artwork. Mom? Mom, are you home? Velveteen yells from deeper inside the home. In here, dear. Interior kitchen. Velveteen is hunched over the stove, stirring something. She turns around and uh, sweeps Gwen up in her arms. Whoop. My
5: little munchkin. Home again. Home again. Jiggity-jig. <laughs> You look like a choo-choo train hit you on the noggin. Poor little... I'm fine. Where's Grandpa? Sweetheart, he's been dead for some time now. I I don't think I knew about that. <coughs> Darling, you, you did. You did know Grandpa was dead. Maybe you... Maybe you forgot. It's one of
3: your... No, uh, no, no. I, I don't think I would have forgotten this. Yes. It's hard <laughs>
5: to know what you would or wouldn't have remembered,
3: sweetheart. I... I I don't want to talk about it. Gwen
1: takes out her little blue bottle, drips some liquid onto her tongue. Oh, you aren't still using that, now are you? It helps. (laughs) Pish posh. I have just the thing. Velveteen walks over to the stove, pours the contents of the pot into a large mug. Drink, drink.
5: Go on. It's your (laughs) thing. Do what you want to do. Okay.
1: Gwen reluctantly takes a sip. It's very good. It's maybe the best thing she's ever had. Mm. She drinks more and more. She can't stop. Do you
3: like it? Polly want a cracker? Yes, very much. Uh, what? What? What is it? Why, my dear, it's just a bit of hot milk.
1: Gwen looks down into the mug. A white, filmy substance coats the inside.
5: Milk? Yes, from Old Town. It's almost like a miracle one day. Out of nowhere, milk just started appearing on our doorstep. And you know as well as anyone, dear, how unlikely Impossible! Well, I don't know about
3: Milk hasn't grown here for for well for as long as anyone's been alive to tell. You don't think it's strange that just out of nowhere, Old Town just has milk? Gwen. Isn't the timing just a little suspicious? How so? The disappearances? It
5: hardly seems related.
3: First suddenly milk, then disappearances. Well, I say we enjoy the milk while it's here.
5: You never know when it will be gone.
3: Uh, Mom!
5: I won't hear another word of it. Old King Cole was a merry old soul. Velveteen brings the mug over to the sink to wash it. I don't think you'll need your drops for the rest of the night. Do you? Let me something I don't know. (laughs)
1: Gwen considers this, takes a quick
3: inventory of her state of being, realizes... No, no, I I don't think I will. Huh. See? Milk does a body good.
5: How did you know? Good night, sweet little...
1: Interior Gwen's room moments later. Gwen sleeps soundly in her childhood bedroom. She turns on her side. We see... A shadowy figure peering in on her through the window. It gets closer and closer to the glass when suddenly... Moo! The shadowy figure looks towards the sound, scampers away. Gwen bolts upright, heart racing. She jumps out of bed, exterior, woods, night. Gwen walks through the woods in her pajamas, flashlight in hand. Moo! There it is again. She's getting close. Snap! Snap! A twig breaks. Someone's near. But who? The clouds part, revealing the moon overhead, providing just a night life. Enough light for Gwen to see the outline of someone or something. Standing atop the old town archway, her eyes go wide, wider, wider.
2: Move, move, move.
1: Cut to interior. Gwen's bedroom. Morning. The next day. Beep, 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 beep. Gwen slams her alarm clock on the ground, rubs her eyes, sits up. Oh, what a headache. She yawns, covering her mouth with her hand. Her hands are covered in dirt? It's coming back to her now. That sound. Was it a dream, or... She goes to the mirror, hair disheveled, some dirt on her face and pajamas. Guess it wasn't a dream after all. She notices something, a strange sensation in her mouth. Something caught. She reaches into her mouth and pulls out something from her teeth. Grass? Gwen! Breakfast! Interior, kitchen, morning. Gwen rushes down the stairs, pulling her hair into a bun as she descends. Velveteen is in the kitchen making breakfast.
5: Morning, sunshine. Sleep well? Having a ball?
1: Uh,
3: Not exactly.
1: Gwen sits at the table, uh, reaches for the newspaper. Velveteen puts a large glass of milk in front of her. Drink
3: up! Living life!
1: (laughs) Gwen reads the front page headline. Curd beast strikes again.
4: Let me check that again Okay,
1: okay. <coughs> <laughs> I forgot about this Okay, Curdbee strikes again And this time it's personal
5: Curdbeast?
1: Velveteen snatches the paper away from Gwen Folds <coughs> it under her arm I won't
5: have any of that in my breakfast table It's fun to have a daughter
3: Mom, did you hear anything strange last night? Strange is my middle name well, strange, but somehow kind of familiar. The best kind of strange is the familiar variety. Never mind. I'm headed over to the old township Hamletville today to see if any of the residents know anything useful. About? The disappearances. Oh, right. Barley want a cracker. Six people in six days. There's got to be some kind of pattern. It's sixes. Or it's one person <laughs> per day. Your guess is as good as mine Gwen gets up to leave Oh, don't forget your milk Gwen downs it in one gulp God damn it, that's good milk Exterior,
1: old township Hamletville, <laughs> day Gwen stands outside the archways In the daytime, the cow's head looks j- Like, uh, you know, just to be like A normal hollow wooden sockets Inside the eyes can't <laughs> oh my right. Gwen peers into them From the ground, When?
4: Can I help you,
1: miss? Gwen jumps, he startled her Standing in front of her is Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> Mid 30s, <laughs> long flaxen hairs. <laughs> Can probably play a fife. <laughs> Never tried a raisin. He doesn't seem to recognize her. Stanley Kubrick. You don't have to be a Stanley
4: Kubrick. Just be a regular person. For- Sorry to startle you. I forget how softly and like a tender fawn I walk. My name is
3: Stanley Kubrick. Why, yes, have we? When? Uh, Gwen Huffenbrook. Something in Stanley's (laughs) demeanor changes.
1: His eyes widen for a moment, then narrow just the slightest bit. His shoulders raise and he takes a deep and fast inhale through his nose.
4: Of course. I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. It's been a
3: long time.
4: Thirteen years.
3: I'm glad to see you've made it. Yes.
4: I'm one of those people who grow into exactly what they wanted to be as a child. How embarrassing. (laughs)
3: Endearing. (laughs) Is being the gatekeeper of old township Hamletville all you'd hoped it would be?
4: All that and more.
1: Stanley takes a ring of keys from off his belt.
4: Plus, I get this cool ring of keys.
1: Gwen takes the ring, looks through all the keys. She sees one in particular, old but shiny. The letters are almost completely worn off of it, but she can make out just a few. L-K-T-O-M-E-R. What does this one
4: unlock? Let me know if you find out.
1: Stanley takes the ring of keys back.
4: I've been wondering that since they gave me the keys. Excuse me. How rude of me.
1: Please come in. Stanley unlocks the main gate under the archway and he and Gwen step into Old Township Hamletville. Old Town is a reenactment village. The only difference being it's not only an attraction, it's also a gated community where people can live full time. People work and live by sun and candlelight. Water is pumped from a spigot. Somewhere, a woman churns butter. Only something is different about Old Town. The roads are less muddy. In fact, many of them have been cobbled. Finely dyed blue dresses and linens hang from the clotheslines. Old Town looks... new.
4: You've
3: certainly made some improvements.
4: I can't take the credit. That's all Walter's doing.
3: Gwen stops walking. Walter? You mean sweet Walter Mellon? Haven't you heard? He's Lord of Old Town now. And he's responsible for the changes.
4: And then some. I'd say without Sweet Walter Mellon, Old Township Hamletville would have shut up, shut its gates forever a long time ago. Stanley Kubrick, take me to Sweet Walter. Please. Anything you wish. I mean, it's not a big deal. I would do anything for you. What I mean is, no problem. I'm happy to help. You make me happy for the first time in 13 years. (laughs) This way...
1: Exterior, Old Township Hamletville, moments later Gwen and Stanley Kubrick find Sweet Walter Mellon He's in his late 50s, Sweet Walter's dress head to toe in
5: gold robes
1: A weak man stands at his side Ah,
5: Stanley Kubrick What are we here, a visitor? <laughs> yes, Your Lordship, this is Gwen I
3: believe we've met It's nice to see you again, Lord Mellon
5: Please, call me Sweet Walter Turning to a servant Dick Peen that's just
1: refreshment. He claps. Dick Peen runs to get refreshment.
3: <laughs> I hear you're quite the little reporter out. Where exactly? I actually have a few questions for you, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> what is it you want to know? What do you know about the six missing people? Not
5: much, I'm afraid. They weren't from Old Town.
3: And yet they were all last seen here.
5: That is a strange coincidence.
3: You think it's coincidence?
5: I would rather not speculate. Dick Peen! Hurry up. <laughs> Dick
1: Peen brings over the milks.
5: Do enjoy. It's a fresh batch. still warm. Stanley
3: and sweet Walter drink. Gwen hesitates. I, I would really love to see where you get this from. I, I mean visit the farm or, or pasture. Glenn Dale. Sweet Walter Millen crushes
1: his glass in his hand. Dick Peen freaks out, tries to clean it up. <laughs> I- I'm so sorry. Was it was it something I said? I, I didn't mean no to. No
5: need to
1: apologize. Sweet Walter wipes his hands on his gold robes.
5: It happens all the time. Dead peen! A moist
3: towelette! Yes, sire. So, uh, the farm?
5: <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. I need a moist towelette. Please visit any time. Old Township Hamletville, loves outsiders.
1: Sweet Walter Mellon leaves. Dick Peen starts to go, but hurries back to Gwen. (laughs) Don't tell Saya. Dick Peen puts something in Gwen's hand. One for each six. Dick Peen runs to catch up with Sweet Walter. Gwen looks down at her hand. In it are six very small human teeth. What are they? Milk teeth. Where are they coming from? Where do they ever come from? Exterior preschool later. Recess is in (coughs) session. Mrs. Four O'Clock watches over her flock of babies. (laughs) Gwen and Stanley Kubrick approach.
0: Excuse me, Mrs. Four O'Clock? Stars, is that you? Little Gwen? And Stanley Kubrick. My, my, how you've both grown. To what do I owe this visit?
4: We were hoping you could identify these.
0: Gwen uh, shows her the milk teeth. Oh, why, of course. I would recognize these milk teeth anywhere.
1: Mrs. Four O'Clock turns to the playing school children. Dewey! A small boy drops his playtime toys and runs over to her.
0: Gwen, Stanley, this is Honeydew Melon.
1: Call me Dewey! Dewey holds out his hand for a shake and smiles. He's missing all six of his front teeth.
0: Dewey, these nice friends found some things that belong to you. Gwen
1: shows Dewey the teeth. He looks like he's about to cry. Oh,
5: no. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. It's alright, Dewey. No one's in trouble. Yes, I am. Lord Daddy told me not to tell, and now I'm practically told. Tell what, Dewey? Lord Daddy said I could put one tooth in the spot the people went to heaven on.
4: That way, the tooth fairy could bring their soul away to a special place. special
3: place is full of calcium. But now I'm not so sure. Lord Daddy?
4: Dewey, remember me? I'm the gatekeeper. We always (coughs) wave when you come home from school. Get away from me. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding, hi. Dewey hugs Stanley. Dewey, do you remember when the people went to Calcium Heaven? Yeah, of course I do. It's where the milk comes from. And where's that?
1: Where the water used to come from. Dewey runs back to play with his friends. Exterior Street moments later. Gwen and Stanley are walking back to Old Town. I can't believe this. It
3: seems like Sweet Walter is behind the disappearances and that the disappearances are actually murder. But why? I can't help think that it's got something to do with the milk. Juan Wario approaches.
1: (laughs) He's holding five apples again. He drops them (laughs) as soon as he sees Gwen and Stanley.
0: (laughs) Oh boy, two of my old fun friends. They're finally all together again. Almost hard to believe we're out there. He's done with us failures, or wives, or anything. So crazy.
4: <laughs> we're kind of in a hurry, one Wario.
0: Cool off, Stanley Kubrick. He, he's right. We, we've got a lead. We? We? Since when are you a
3: detective boy, Stanley? Cool off. <laughs> you cool off. <laughs> Everyone take a second to cool off and we'll all go together, okay?
0: No, it's obvious. It has been from the start of this interaction and of high school. You're in love, and Gwen, you just wanted to fuck at my parents' house. But that's all it was. Maybe you were absolutely were with my parents. Maybe you like parents really? stuff, I don't know. Peace be, Stanley Kubrick, enjoy your fucking wife. One
3: warrior walks off. What's he talking about? Nothing, it's nothing, all right?
4: Oh, is what we said back there true? That parent stuff is a major turn on for you? No! What about the other stuff? About how we're in love? Look, Stanley, I. Gwen
1: suddenly feels a strange sensation ripple through her body. Oh, Oh no.
3: Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Stanley Kubrick, I have to go. I have to go. I'm, I'm I'm. sorry. I'm sorry. What? Right now? I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Gwen runs away as fast as she can. Exterior woods later. Gwen runs and runs and runs until she knows she is fully alone. She takes out the blue bottle, drops some droplets onto her tongue. She checks her pulse, takes off her shoes. <clears throat> to our horror, one of her feet looks like the toes have fully melded together and are a brownish color. Fuck! She drops more droplets onto her tongue, closes her eyes. Please, 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 not now! Gwen hears a sound. She opens her eyes. Someone is coming. She tries to get up and hide, but before she can, she sees the old man from the other night approaching her. You
6: shouldn't be out of here.
1: I'm just resting a a minute. The old man looks down at her foot. He sees the weird foot. (laughs) He looks at her. Uh, It's fine. I'll... uh... I'll be fine. The old man swoops up Gwenna's arms and carries her away. Mm-hmm. Interior, hovel, evening. Gwen awakens from a slumber, looks around. All around her, tin cans, blankets, pillows, pots and pans, herbs hanging from the ceiling, candles, a lanthorn. She sits up. The old man notices she's come, too. He's sitting in a chair, smoking a pipe. Where am I?
6: How are you feeling?
1: Gwen remembers, looks down at her foot. It's regular again. Mm, drink this. The old man hands Gwen a clay cup. She drinks. She loves it. What is it?
6: Dandelion. Foxtail. Bluegrass. You like it?
3: It's good.
6: No, it ain't. It's boiled weeds and grass. I I just mean it's... I know what you mean. It's good. To you.
1: The old man walks back to his chair, sits back down, smokes his pipe some more.
6: This is Welsh country. Sorry? Welsh. The Welsh settled here. Near about 1720. Wasn't a while until they established the town. But they had been here a long while. My own family line traces back to the original settlers. Legend has it that they even brought over some of their cattle. You know how the Welsh hate to part with their cattle. Anyway, they worked the land, turned this wild land
3: into farm country. Farm country? That's right. I thought knot mill was barren or, or toxic. They've always said that the grass grows. Who said anything
6: about knot mill?
3: As I was saying,
6: it was farm country. And more than that, it was milk country. Milk like the Americans had never seen. Glossy, white, full, fat, sweet, delicious. <laughs> and over time, the word spread. People came from far and wide to settle on the land Milk had built, but what they didn't know, but they'd, but what they didn't know was how. (laughs) But what they didn't know would soon destroy them. mm. You see, the Welsh didn't just bring their cattle over. No, no, no. They also brought over their curse, (laughs) their magic, and their, their their insatiable thirst for milk. He smokes his
1: pipe a minute more.
6: You ever heard of a fairy cow? No. There's a cow, a cow which can give milk to anyone in want of it. And this cow's milk, well, it's inexhaustible. Some say the cow belonged to a giant. Some say the cow wandered the byways, singing (laughs) cow songs, living life happy as as a clam cow. Living life happy as a clam cow. Others say... Others say the cow didn't realize what was happening and thought it was a normal cow. Whatever the truth may be, the one thing is for sure. This cow's milk was magical and meant to last forever. The cow would give a whole pail of milk to anyone who came. Everything seemed fine until... A thirsty witch came along and suckled the cow dry using dark magic. The cow, so sad, took itself and its two oxen sons and plunged them all into a lake. That's
2: horrible.
6: Yes, it it is. Did you know that cow's name? What
1: was it? The old man gets close to Gwen, looks her in the eyes.
6: She goes by many names around the world but her one true name. The
1: old man hands Gwen a piece of paper with some writing on it.
3: You, Freck? That's... Yes. I I don't understand.
6: All in good time,
3: Brindled one. Brindled, the pharmacist. The pharmacist, he... Rick. Rick, fine, Rick. He gave me this piece of paper. Gwen takes out the paper.
6: Rick's an old friend. Very old. One of the few to survive. The
3: the 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 what?
6: He must have been hoping you would. He must have been hoping you would find me before it was too late.
3: Too late. Too too late for what? Look, I'm grateful for whatever it is you did, and, and the drink, and helping me out. Thanks, but I have to get going. I have to go to the old township Hamletville and confront the old man. Stands.
6: You must not go to the old township Hamletville. Not alone.
3: I can handle myself. This land
6: is cursed. You'll never make it out alive. You're
3: not making any sense. It's a trap.
6: They're waiting for you or for me
3: to... (sighs) Who? What are they waiting for either of us to do? The old man washes some dishes, ignores her.
1: Gwen looks around the hovel. Her eyes land on an old photograph. A young man with his parents smiling and holding a glass jar of milk. She picks up the photo, looks closely at it. Her eyes find the milk jar. There's something written on it. Milkton milkery.
3: Is this you? The old man turns, but doesn't respond. You're so young. This looks a lot like the lane I grew up on, but it's... that's not... Gwen looks at the old man. Possible. The time and place has changed, but the lane has remained the same which brings me back to Milton. There are seven letters in the word Milton. Mix the word Milton up, mix it around, and eventually you'll get Not Mill, Not Mill, the name of the town in the country way, way nearby. This used to be Milton, didn't it?
1: The old man nods.
3: What happened to it?
6: The milk happened to it, and it's all my fault.
1: The old man takes the photo, looks at it, almost crying.
6: (laughs) I was the milk delivery boy back then. And I was damn good at it, too. It was Milkton's Creams days, bicentennial. The milk was flowing like the Niagara Falls. But then something horrible happened. One by one, the townsfolk began dying, poisoned by the milk they loved so well. All but me and a few others, you see, I was lactose intolerant back then. The survivors, the survivors, well, Rick and I were so overcome with grief. We decided death was our only salvation. We drank the cursed milk, and lords know why, but we lived. Maybe it was our lactose intolerance. Maybe it was fate. But the milk didn't kill us. But it did not not kill us either.
1: The old man lifts his pant leg, takes off his boot to reveal a cow's hoof, where a foot should be. The ankle and calf meat is also that of a cow.
6: (laughs) Every big moon we turn. Big moon? And something tells me, you do too.
0: How did you know? Did you write this on my...
2: Yeah. <laughs> How did you know?
6: I've been watching you a long time. Longer than you can remember back to.
1: The old man goes to the kitchen area, brings back a cup of fine milk. Go on. Go and taste it. It's like drinking a million stars.
6: Good, ain't it? Drink the whole glass, and you won't have to worry about turning tonight.
3: What about you?
6: I was born of the original curse. There isn't a milk alive can stop what's coming to me.
1: The old man winces. He's changing.
6: (sighs) Night's fine. You better get back home.
3: What, what do you mean? You've been watching me for a long time.
6: Got to be getting back home now.
3: I have so many questions.
6: I know, Gwen, I know.
1: Old man cries out in pain. Ah. His arms grow in length. His fingers fuse together in a dark, hardened mass. His spine erupts into large, jagged vertebrae climbing down his elongated back. Ah. 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 His eyes expand in large watery pools. His ears slide up his face, growing wide and loose. His jaw and nose pull forward into a boxy snout, teeth growing large and sharp. Uh, As if by magic, a bell appears around his widened neck. As he doubles in size, two large horns appear atop his skull. He is transformed into a werecow! cow. The creature's eyes blaze red. It shuffles along on its hind hooves. Gwen feels its undeniable kinship with the werewolf. I mean, cow. (laughs) Walks towards it with her hands outstretched. The werecow takes a look at her, softens. Suddenly, the werecow hears something. Cow growls. Tears through the hovel and exits. Gwen is left alone, unable to process what has just happened. She stands, collects her things. In the process, she knocks over the photograph she'd been looking at earlier. It falls out of its frame. She lifts it up, she lifts it up, looks at the backside. It, it reads: "Mrs. and Mr. Cowsman and their son Dale. Milkton, 1968: Dale Cowsman. Interior: Gwen's bedroom morning the next day. Gwen is asleep in her bedroom. Velveteen walks in, shakes her awake.
5: "Gwen, honey, we've got some bad news." How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Papa one?
1: A two. Velveteen hands Gwen the morning paper. A three. The headline reads, Local man Juan Wario <coughs> joins the missing. Juan Wario? Interior library, later. Gwen enters the Knotmill Library, a grand sweeping building with a million books, a microform, and one very old computer. Gwen sits at the computer and types in, Welsh language guide. <laughs> Interior library, continues. Gwen is along the stacks. She finds the book she's looking for, old and dusty. She flips through the pages to the B's. Buch. Cow. Freck. Speckled. Brindled. She stops. Does she dare continue? Reluctantly, she flips to the G's. Gwen. White. She shuts the book quickly. White. Speckled. Gwen turns, sees her reflection in the mirror at the end of the stack. She, she touches her freckles. Gwen drops the book, makes her way for Exterior Old Township Hamletville Day, end of part Ooh.
5: one. Woo! Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: There it is. Stephanie. Wow. All laid out in front what of us. What a Masterpiece. Thank
1: you. Wow. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank oh, you. It's a work in progress. My.
0: I'll uh, I'll take your thoughts. I'll take your notes at this it, time. It First is. First of all, was p- any of this written during a NyQuil time? Um, I was not writing the dragon for this particular wow. script, no. A big boon made me think that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I can see how that would be um, definitely something I'd, I'd say on, on my uh,
0: dragon Knights. So uh, just so everybody knows right off the bat, Steph wrote this, then lost the file and had to rewrite it.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I did lose 30 pages of this, which is the majority of it.
5: Yeah, it's only um, thirty-eight pages. So. It was
1: wildly different. Thanks to final cut. Yeah, thanks to full well, final draft. It did final finally remember, cut my entire thing.
0: Do you remember what happened in the first version?
1: Uh it's actually a good thing that it that I didn't use it because I um as is my my way with uh, most of my stuff. I don't outline or plan ahead at all. This just flows out of me like waterfall. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, like a
4: milk
1: you know, it was it was a brand new a, a brand new take on it. <coughs> so honestly. I don't remember what I wrote because it's it's not even a memory. It's right. like it
3: never happened. W- yeah. Was the original intention to incorporate uh, Welsh mythology in some way? Um, no.
5: Were the beats the same?
3: No. Wow. There aren't beats. Amazing. What beats are you uh.
5: even talking about? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I'm referring to she's there's a there's a, a triangle. Uh, there is you know, her discovering a secret about her. Sure,
1: so. yeah, yeah. Tell me more Um, more incredible uh, notes you'd like me to maybe work into. Where would you like to see your characters go? And uh, listeners, if, if, if you want to write in, I'd also appreciate any suggestions.
3: I would love, like, more of that. Lo- I love love, and I would love more, like, romantic interactions. With, with uh,
1: Gwen and Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick? Gwen and yeah. Stanley Kubrick.
3: Um, and other men maybe who are not morons. Yeah. You know, just like a lot, like a lot of, you know, romantic possibilities. Wait, no, who, Robin,
5: who, what was your character's name who used to fuck when? Juan Wario. Wario. Juan Wario. I feel like the, the joke of that...
1: Is lost on the listener? Is lost
2: on the listener, because they spelled just January. Yeah. Is there a way to, like, see his name written somewhere in the...
1: I mean, I'm telling you right now, listener, that it's spelled January... But, um, but pronounce One Wario. You know, I, I I do feel like for the listener's sake, One Wario is a funny enough name anyway, so I'm sure, fine with it. Sure, for sure.
5: I I, I I thought um, the chemistry between Gwen and One Wario, it's one of those things where on the page, mm. that, like it's just another joke, but... But the, the the performances, I legitimately thought between the two of you, that it, they was, it was it was yeah. really okay. it was okay. a really good back and forth. I do feel Wonderful. a lot of
3: connection with you, and I, feel I felt like, like, like when yeah. I
5: dropped
0: the apples, that's when I really
5: felt yeah like
1: like, yeah, yeah for sure. I actually yeah.
0: really felt that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do
1: you guys? Uh, how do you? Who do you guys think is the protagonist here, Gwen or Milk?
0: Uh, Gwen, Gwen, you know, Gwen, we haven't heard, sure. er, er, like, hide more hair of, like, the
3: true source of the milk yet, really. Yeah, and I feel like milk is kind of like a neutral, you know, <coughs> thing, you know, it could be good, bad, depending yeah. on your cognitive bias. So you don't or- think milk is the antagonist here? I, would say I don't like, think... Mil- no, the medium, a really,
0: it, n- it might not be the
1: It's mess. the yeah. medium,
3: it's like, you know, it, it, it's like anything, is like guns, you know, yeah. it's like... It's
5: a threshold guardian uh, is we what can't, it is. We can't, really we
3: can't do get that into that on this, yeah. but, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, it depends on how you use it. it could be used, And I'd love to see yeah. how she True. possibly uses it maybe as, like, you know, a, a vehicle to, to her freedom. You yeah. Because yeah. she, she has to face face that part of herself. Yeah. That cow, that wear cow part of herself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah I, I want f- to know more about this serum that she's taking. Yeah. Really
2: yeah. Sure. I, for one, would love to see uh, to see this witch appear. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the...
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. Do you have the rest of it written in your head?
2: Or thought out?
0: Or... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I,
5: okay. I really... No. I know it's, like, exactly what you'd expect, but I really want to see her you know like the classic like get what you want but not what you need like she's gonna get the story yeah but at the certain the, 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 the sort of like the, the return home mm. is gonna be her getting the story realizing that isn't what she needs Sure yeah and I, I feel like that's like you know her journey back
0: the physical transformation reminded me of uh, the movie that scares me the most in the world Tusk yes, yeah. Which yes. It felt kind of intentional.
1: I yeah, know you know, I, it, I, 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 do hope. Um, you know, when we're talking about intent, I, I will say that I, I did not know the next letter on the page
3: as I was writing this. So, mm-hmm.
1: truly, the intention was, was
3: to fill up yeah, a blank page with words. I was going to say the transformation made me think of like old school transformations, like American Werewolf, werewolf yeah, in London, yeah. or the Howling, yeah, if yes, anyone's ever sure. seen that. And Absolutely. it made me want them to want more movies like that. Yeah. be made because everything now is CGI when you see a horror movie it's like mm-hmm. you just see computer effects and it's not scary but when you see practical effects yes, done 100%. well like I want to see that done in a practical effect I was
4: thinking Howling and uh, Troll 2 sure yeah and Troll 2 oh, yeah 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 what um interesting I I uh,
5: what is what is Velveteen's deal? If you had to explain it, because sure. that that is I, I was playing it, sure. but I didn't under I, I felt like I got my other three characters. And you know,
1: Velveteen I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew what her deal was. Uh, you know what she's what she's saying to me now when I write her out when I just write Vel, Velveteen and then I just let my fingers fly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what she's saying is I'm a I'm a I'm
0: unhinged. Something went on with me, and now I just do catchphrases. I oh, kind of I, like at like, the end of my life. Yeah, kind, I was gonna say kind of like, and you know that I love Britney Spears, but kind of like how she's just not really a person anymore. You mm. know, she's just a shell.
1: Yeah, she's uh, she's definitely a hust. She's talking, but she's not saying. Mm. it. Sure, but were she's a uh, What yeah. were you?
5: I mean, what were you? And and I'm not an actor, obviously. What? Hey, hey. What? Hey. I was hey. trying to be a kind mother. Is that not right? That's
3: exactly right. I, Everything everyone did was exactly right. Not to bring up another vintage horror movie, please, please, but please. Um, have you watched Sleep, Sleep, Sleep Away? Uh, Sleep I no. can't even say it. Okay, so there's a mother character in that who is mm-hmm. very, you know which one I'm talking yes. about, yeah, in the beginning, and she is very like, She just, like, is is sort of like a caricature of a mom. Mm -hmm. But she's very sincere in her delivery of it, and that's what I was getting from Mm. that. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we we need to watch that as a group and see if that... I would love to. Yeah, just give you more reference. What about Sweet
1: Walter Mellon? Can oh, I get what can I take I, a temperature or, on sweet sweet Walter? What would you
3: like to see? I, 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 I wanted to more see more of him.
5: I felt a ver I felt an instant connection to
2: that character. I to be and a I felt little very more comfortable in that skin. Description of
0: how round he was.
2: Yeah. Okay. He doesn't he does he not leave Old Township Hamletville?
1: Um. Good cue. I uh
2: cause well, just because I wouldn't mind seeing like a glimpse of him when she first gets back to town.
0: Mmm, yeah. Ah! Like maybe he's the mayor, or something.
4: yeah,
3: but or Lee like the Lord of Old Town. She sees him everywhere, oh, like uh, you know, like Michael Myers. Oh she's yeah, like, a glimpse of behind a shrubbery. He's just like a farm hand he's just like a, yeah, yeah. a farmhand fucked up. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like really, like yeah, he's
4: like forbidding. Ha- he's like he wears, He's like half cow, kind of, but like he's oh, not fully wow. transformed. He's just well,
1: Sweet Walter Melon. Um,
4: <laughs> is he the? I
5: mean, is he the villain? Is that I mean?
1: It's looking like. Yeah. You know,
5: it's I will looking say like for he's anybody one of them. who's
0: part cow, you could always give him really long eyelashes and that could be. Sweet cool. Walter isn't part
1: cow at all. Okay. But oh, okay. But you, he's like the ringleader. No.
3: Okay. Did you Yet Sweet seen. Walter
1: was, is the the Lord did. of old of old Town Japan yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I am I'm just imagining Which him is like the a, old yeah. man is unrelated to old old Town. i love oh, that we, okay. we
5: start off and we see I feel like it's such a good villain thing where you 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 see them in a moment of humanity before you see them become a villain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. And I really yeah, love so. that
5: it you, it almost starts with him, sort of sort it's of like Jack Nicholson out. as a Joker, or in in Batman nineteen ninety one or or more recently the uh, the Spider Man movie.
0: Do we are we going to understand our. Is it the same Stanley Kubrick who is there, or is it just a man named Stanley Kubrick? It's not
5: Stanley yeah, Kubrick. It's not Stanley
0: Kubrick.
5: No, no. Okay, is that
0: you? Got to think there's another person in the world called Stanley
1: that's
5: Kubrick. That's
2: 100 true. And
1: I just gotta, yeah. I gotta give voice to that person. Yeah. You, know? you know, that's
0: yeah. true. I just wanted to mm. make sure. Yeah. So if 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 um if Dale Dale right is now. it is actually, actually the I don't know the, how the, I would search that.
3: Facebook. Is there another Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. 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 With Facebook with Facebook Dale, I want to s- be like a hundred. He um, so if he's the villain, I just feel like so Dale's so, not the villain. He, Dale's not the villain. So, but he's the were cow. He's one of the cows. Now
1: that's assuming the cow's a villain. I see.
5: So yeah, I, I feel like the werecow cow is a, is a, is a, is, a, is a good. It's not maybe not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but it is a. It's a threshold guardian, something you have to deal with and make peace with. And either come come out on the other side of it yeah. better or let it consume
3: you. It's a I misunderstood think. monster. It, yeah, it's a misunderstood monster. I just feel like wouldn't wouldn't much like a regular werewolf, wouldn't the were cow like turn on Gwen, you know, and, and try to murder her. Well like, um, is it yeah. vicious or is I it? I wonder just a cow? why
1: it isn't.
3: Okay. Oh. Well she's the Queen Bean. Yeah. She's the Queen bee. And
1: that's where we'll leave it off, everyone. Right. You could look forward day. to uh, parts two and three. Someday. Two yeah. Three. Pretty soon, probably. Uh, gotta work off all this fresh feedback. Um if yeah. You,
2: if you are another Stanley Kubrick in the world, please email us. Please. Please. Yeah. please
1: email that's, that's a yeah.
0: podcast at gmail.com. Yeah,
1: please please do. And then you know what? I think uh, I think I'm gonna give one collective tip at the end of this episode for everybody. I nice. okay. Yeah, it's it. Uh you, you gotta stop drinking milk. You gotta stop, you yeah, guys. It's disgusting. You gotta not drink not okay. so much milk. And I'm
0: pretty sure it's been proven that it's like not even. It's clogging you. Not good for you if you're an adult. Like it's clogging you right, right. up. I don't and think you um, need it. It will help you gain weight. Yeah, if you if you have to gain weight, absolutely do yeah. whatever you have to do. Go yeah, yeah, food. go if for it. If you're just like a regular person out here, like making a dinner and pouring like a. Tall glass of milk to wash it down.
1: I can't even like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, you gotta lay off the milk. Ew. Did you Um, you feel like milk milk is evil in this? I feel like milk is all the time. Yeah,
5: Yeah. I feel like it's 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 wielded for evil or good, but I did get the sense that it,
2: as a concept was evil. Mm. This I feel like this was a an an anti-milk propaganda piece. That's not to say that's bad. But the milk was continuously described. You, say you "Hear
5: that, big dairy?" It, 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 it's, it's definitely yeah. I will oh agree. God. It's anti-milk. Milk. No. Mm-hmm. You might have said milk. <laughs> It's I, definitely to be anti milk. Fair, I've right. been
2: mispronouncing almost okay. everything today.
1: We're gonna. No, that's not true. That we are gonna wrap it up. Guys. I think we could
5: do another hour right now. We sh- could probably do yeah,
1: it. Can't. Uh, I'm ready. Do it. Uh, we do. Robin and I do want to thank you so much for two thank wonderful years of listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. We
0: we want to especially thank Stanley Kubrick's the world. We'd like to Mm -hmm. thank uh, my sister Rachel for editing. We would. We want to
1: thank our friend
0: Allison, Mm -hmm. who
1: uh, has done a lot of live shows with us, supports us all the time. Madam Web's trolley tours. Hell yeah! Uh, We want to basically just say thanks to all you fun friends out there. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: We love you. We love you so much, and we'll see you in hell. Bye. I
3: can't
4: live Stanley Cooper. (laughs)
0: thanks guys